turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. It is a Monday edition of Bob Bernie Live, and I have the privilege of being your host. Thank you for joining me. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Yesterday was the 21st anniversary of um, 9-11. 21 years. And uh, you think of the percentage of the U.S. population that has no remembrance of 9-11. Obviously, people 21 years of age and younger, but also those 25, 26 years old, 27 years old, probably have very little remembrance because I would imagine that most parents wanted to shelter their children and tried to uh, uh, diminish the importance of the time. Uh, Didn't want their children to be frightened. Didn't want them to be scared. Uh, It would have been impossible uh, to miss the importance with TV coverage and so forth. But you just, you think of the enormous percentage of the U.S. population that either has little or no remembrance of uh, 9-11. Now, I've got a whole stack of things to um, discuss with you today. I think some important stories I'll share with you. Uh, Vandalism here in Columbus, a Supreme Court decision that I think is very important, and uh, much more 
but I just want us to make sure that we don't forget 9-11. I want to make sure that we don't, that we pass this on to the generations that follow us. One of the most momentous days in American history, it's right up there with Pearl Harbor. Um, and I think we should, I think we should remember. Uh, so I'll start, and throughout the program today, Maybe you're driving and you don't want to talk on the phone or whatever. Uh, Throughout the program today, I want you to feel free to give me a call, 877-BOB-LIVE, and share your memories of 9-11. Share your memories of 9-11. Whatever your age, if you remember, give me a call and uh, share your memories. We, We must not forget. Uh, I came on the staff here at WRFD in um, January of 2001. Uh, Joy and I had pastored a wonderful church in uh, Westerville for 25 years. Uh, God led us to leave that church and begin Cross Power Ministries. When uh, when we resigned the church to begin Cross Power, uh, a daily talk show was not in my mind at all. I had no clue, didn't even think about it. Uh, I was doing a Saturday morning call-in program for 10 or 11 years, and I assumed that that would probably go away as well. Um, instead, within days after resigning the church— to step out in faith and begin Cross Power Ministries, uh, the general manager here at WRFD contacted me, not knowing that I had resigned the church, and uh, suggested that I come on staff and do a daily program uh, during the drive time in the afternoon. Well, that was in January, so I was fairly new uh, on the staff here at at WRFD. Uh, that morning, September 11th, Joy and I rarely, rarely, rarely watched the morning TV programs today, Good Morning America, just just rarely. And uh, I was up getting ready to, to come to work here at WRFD, and Joy just happened to turn on the Today Show on that morning, and it was shortly after the first plane had hit the World Trade Center, the first tower. And Joy cried out to me and said, you need you need to come. Look at the TV. And I said, what happened? She said, a plane has crashed into one of the buildings in, uh, in New York City. And at that time, most people, because within, you know, within 20, 30 minutes after the plane hit, no one really knew that it was an airliner. Uh, most people assumed it was probably a private airplane, something had happened, a pilot had become disoriented or or whatever. I personally, when it first happened, never thought of terrorism. I'm sure that many other people did, but didn't enter my mind. 
And uh, all of the TV stations were covering it. And uh, we're not, you know, they were saying, uh, boy, it's uh, it, quite an impact. There's a huge fire on the top floors of the World Trade Center Tower. Uh, we're not sure what kind of airplane it was. We don't know many of the details, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, of course, Joy and I had our eyes glued to the TV. And when the second plane hit, it was obvious. Um, this time, TV cameras were already focused, and you could tell it was a large airliner And suddenly, you knew it was not an accident, you knew it was intentional, and you knew that America was under attack. Uh, I don't recall how long before the the plane hit the, uh, the Pentagon, but there were immediately concerns about the White House, Washington, D.C., Uh, There were concerns about other cities around America. And then we found out about Flight 93 uh, quite a bit later and found out that it was headed for the White House. Um, And so I told Joy, I said, I've got to to get to the radio station. I'm the only local on-air personality at WRFD, all the rest of our daily programs are pre-recorded. Uh, so I got dressed as quickly as possible, jumped in the car, came here to WRFD, and I had forgotten that our general manager was in Chicago. Salem Media, our parent company, was hosting a general manager's meeting in Chicago. So all of our general managers for our vast Salem radio network, they were all in Chicago. So none of the local stations had uh, general managers. Um, So here, the responsibility fell on just a few of us, and, and I was the newest, but I was the on-air personality. Uh, we got some initial communication from our general manager, and then phone lines went. Well, they didn't go dead. It's just so many people were trying to call, you couldn't get through. And so the rest of the day, we were desperately here. Uh, and this is crazy. At that time, 21 years ago, we didn't even have TV monitors here in the studio. Didn't have them. So we were dependent upon other radio stations, uh, other television stations, trying to get as much information as we could. And uh, we didn't have enough information to interrupt all of our regular programming. We We just didn't. I would have been sitting here talking about things I knew nothing about, And if you're a regular listener, you know that's one of my pet peeves. And so we continue to broadcast our regular programs. And then at the end of the program, instead of playing all the commercials, I came on the air and gave as much detail as we could. As the day went on, uh, we began to get more and more detail. 
And of course, everyone, and I mean everyone, was waiting for the next city. Would it be Los Angeles? Would it be Chicago? Would it be Miami? Would it be Dallas? I think most people, and I certainly did, I was absolutely convinced that we were under a major attack and the same thing would be happening all across America. And, of course, that's why all flights were shut down, um, airports were closed, uh, all planes in the air had to make emergency landings at the very closest airport that they could get to. And um, it was an unbelievably traumatic day. And I remember going home at the end of the day, giving Joy a huge, huge hug. And then we were glued to the TV the rest of the evening, trying to find out more. It's an incredible day, and I will never, ever, ever forget it. I hope you don't either. I hope you don't either. When we come back, um, I'm going to start getting into the stories of the day, but anytime I would love to hear your remembrances of 9-11. 877-BOB-LIVE. Bernie Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. Crime continues to plague the city of Columbus. Uh, and I and I don't say this lightly. Uh, crime is impacting almost all large cities under Democrat control, and it's true. It's just true. Uh, here in Columbus, uh, almost every night the news. Be, in fact. Uh, if you're a longtime listener, you know, I'm a news junkie. I mean, it used to be I couldn't go to sleep if I didn't see the news. I wanted to know what was happening. I had to see the news uh, anymore. Yeah, we uh, we often record it, and then uh, a little later we'll put it on and fast forward through the news and get to the weather, which is usually terribly inaccurate. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, um, now it's spreading to churches, particularly downtown. Uh, three to four, uh, well, three downtown churches, one close to downtown, have been defaced, vandalized, um, stained glass windows, in some cases over 100 years old, uh, have been broken, uh, spray paint, uh, etc., um, in the downtown of Columbus. Uh, vandals, hooligans, thugs, uh, whatever you may uh, want to call them. And it seems 
that our local police are just kind of confused about what to do, and uh, and I'll I'll just I'll leave it at that. Uh, here's some good news. Here's a story that you and I were covering recently. Yeshiva University, which is a Jewish university in New York, uh, has refused to acknowledge an LGBTQIA plus club organization on the campus. Uh, now, Yeshiva University is not necessarily a conservative Jewish school, but it is Jewish, and they've made it clear. Anybody is welcome to attend. Uh, gay, bisexual, it, 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 it's okay. But we are not going to approve of a club that glorifies homosexuality, lesbianism, transgenderism, same-sex marriage, same-sex relationships. Uh, that is beyond what we are willing to allow. So they have said... You're welcome here as a student, but we will not recognize a gay pride club. Well, the uh, LGBTQIA plus sued them. They have taken it all the way to the Supreme Court. And uh, today, Associate Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor, one of the more liberal justices, granted a request for Yeshiva University to continue banning the LGBTQIA plus pride group from being recognized as an official university organization. Now, it is temporary. The uh, full Supreme Court has not yet decided whether they will take up the case, but one of the more liberal justices has actually ruled in favor of a Jewish university denying a gay pride group on campus. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. And I hope a trend 